Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Huh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support anytime you don't have to hide how you feel hello my friends i'm laura adams welcome back to the money girl podcast i hope things are going well for you as the summer ends and maybe you're getting back into the swing of early fall maybe you're going back to school yourself or you've got kids who are in the school routine again. As much as we resist routines, I really do believe they're an important part of accomplishing more with our lives and our finances. Even though I work primarily as a self-employed freelancer, I try to incorporate as many habits and routines into my day as possible to make sure that I'm covering all the bases. I'm getting work, exercise, good nutrition, and time spent with my husband. So I would encourage you to take a look at your financial habits as we move into the fall. As routines change, it's a really good time to put new positive habits into place and to get rid of bad, unproductive habits. All right, on to today's show. I've been getting more and more questions lately about HELOCs, and that stands for Home Equity Line of Credit. So that's what we're going to cover today. And even though I rent a high-rise apartment in downtown Austin, I have a HELOC on one of my rental properties in Florida. It's definitely come with its pros and its cons for me, and I'll talk a little bit more about that. But in general, I'd say that being a homeowner always comes with pros and cons. It can help or hurt your finances depending on where you live, the debt that you take on, and your goals. The joys of home ownership include having a place to call your own, stable housing costs, and the chance to build equity. In fact, I was reading a recent study by J.D. Power, and in the study, it says that Americans are enjoying more lendable equity than ever, and that's due to rising home prices. So rising home prices have pushed the amount of equity that homeowners can tap, pushed it up 10%, from the previous pre-recession peak that occurred in 2005. So what that means is if you're a homeowner, you probably have more equity now than you have in a really long time. And if you're watching your equity tick higher and higher, you might be wondering if you should dip into it with a HELOC. So that's what we're going to cover. We're going to talk about the requirements to get one, what a HELOC is, Plus, we'll talk about recent tax deduction changes that affect a HELOC. Uh, We'll cover if you can use a HELOC to pay off a primary mortgage faster. That's kind of a hot topic. And the main pros and cons you should consider before getting a HELOC. 
You'll find the notes for this and every show with links to all the resources that I mention and the full archive of podcasts in the Money Girl section at quickanddirtytips.com. This is episode number 558, Your Guide to Getting a Home Equity Line of Credit. Okay, so let's talk about what a HELOC is exactly. And just like a mortgage or a home equity loan, a home equity line of credit is debt that's secured by your home. But a HELOC is fundamentally different because it's actually not a loan, but a line of credit. A mortgage and a home equity loan are installment loans. That means they've got fixed maturity dates or ending dates, such as 15 or 30 years. In contrast, a HELOC is revolving debt, which means that you can access it at any time you like, up to the available maximum credit limit, kind of similar to how a credit card works. Your lender gives you a line of credit in an amount that depends on the available equity in your home. Another similarity between a HELOC and a credit card is that they typically have variable interest rates. So the rate is tied to a financial index, such as the prime rate, which means your monthly payment can go up or down. In some cases, you may be required to make an initial draw on a HELOC, such as $5,000 or $10,000, depending on the total line amount, to make sure the lender earns some amount of interest on your deal. And you can spend it, pay it back, borrow more, or just set it aside for an emergency fund. Once you take money from a HELOC, it gets deposited into a companion checking account that you access with a debit card, a check, or through an online account. And you can spend it on just about anything, such as credit cards, college expenses, home improvements, a down payment on another home, or even paying down your existing mortgage, and I'll talk more about that coming up. It's important to remember that when you spend a HELOC, you're borrowing against your home equity, and not every homeowner has enough equity or other financial qualifications to get a HELOC. So if you're considering tapping your equity, let's cover five requirements that you should know. The first, as I mentioned, is having enough home equity. Most HELOC lenders require you to have at least 20% equity in your home to qualify. This is measured by your loan-to-value ratio, or LTV, which compares the total loans on your home to your home's fair market value. Now, to know what your home is worth, lenders typically require you to have a professional appraisal, and that's part of the upfront fees that you have to pay to get a HELOC. For example, Let's say your home is worth $200,000. If your mortgage balance is $140,000 and you want to borrow $20,000 using a new HELOC, then your LTV, and this includes the new debt that you want to get, would be 80%. So how I calculated that, I took $140,000 of your existing mortgage plus the $20,000 that you want to get, that's $160,000, and then dividing your home value into that number. So you've got $160,000 divided by $200,000, that's 0.8 or 80%. Lenders typically will not approve you for a home equity loan or a HELOC 
that would cause you to exceed an 80% or maybe in some cases a 90% LTV. However, lenders have different requirements and they also evaluate you by other factors that we're going to cover in just a second. The second requirement to qualify for a HELOC is your debt-to-income ratio, or DTI ratio. This is an important factor that HELOC lenders use to measure how much total debt you have compared to your gross income. So your DTI is a very strong indicator of how easy or difficult it may be for you to manage an additional debt in your financial life. Your DTI includes all your debt, so credit cards, auto loans, student loans, and mortgages. For example, if your total debt payments are $2,500 a month and your income is $5,000 per month, then your DTI is 50%. I took $2,500 in debt divided by $5,000 in income, you get 0.5 or 50%. Most lenders have a DTI cutoff of 40%, maybe up to 49%. And certainly the lower your DTI, the better. If your DTI exceeds acceptable levels, you're going to need to pay down some of your debt or maybe increase your income or do both in order to get a HELOC. The third requirement is your income. Just like with all creditors, the amount you earn is key for getting a HELOC. You must be able to show that you earn enough to cover your current debts plus the additional line of credit that you're seeking. You'll typically need to show at least two years of banking records or tax returns to prove that your income is high enough. The fourth requirement is your ability to repay. HELOC lenders also consider if you're likely to have the ability to repay a debt in the future. They review how consistent your income has been over the past few years, plus they look at assets you own, such as savings and investments, that you could liquidate to maintain your debt payments if needed. And the fifth requirement is your credit score. This is an important way that all creditors, including HELOC lenders, evaluate your financial responsibility and willingness to repay debt. While the minimum credit score varies, the higher the better for getting approved at the lowest possible interest rate. Now, if your credit is not good, you may still be eligible for a HELOC if you have plenty of income and home equity. All the factors that I've covered are taken into account. So being slightly deficient in one financial area may be okay if you're strong in another. Stop punishing yourself with bland, chalky protein shakes and fuel your fitness with the best protein in the game at GNC. We've got the hottest brands and flavors that legit taste like cookies, your favorite cereal, indulgent desserts, and more. It's on at GNC. Money Girl is sponsored by Claritin. If you're like me and you suffer from allergies, you know this time of year can be pretty rough. There's a lot of sneezing, itchy eyes, congestion, and they can really hold you back from living the life you want to live. Luckily, for those with allergies, you can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This is a product designed for serious allergy sufferers. It's got two ingredients in one pill that relieve allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combo of prescription-strength allergy medicine 
and the best decongestant relieves all the symptoms that you suffer. And what I love about Claritin D is that it starts working in as little as 30 minutes. Plus, it's non-drowsy, so you can still make the most of your day. I can take Claritin D and then get on the mic and record a podcast without being too congested. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Okay, let's say you qualified for a HELOC. Now, how do you pay it back? Well, after you tap your home equity with a HELOC, you do have to pay some portion back each month. There are typically two phases for repayment, the draw period and the repayment period. The draw period is when you're allowed to continue borrowing from a HELOC up to the total line amount, and you pay interest-only payments. That's your minimum amount. For instance, if you have a HELOC with a 20-year term and a 10-year draw, what that means is that for the first 10 years, you just have to pay minimum interest payments. Now, you can definitely pay more than that, but as long as you're paying the minimum, you're going to be in good shape. But after the draw period ends, you can no longer borrow against your HELOC, and the repayment period begins. So what happens is your payment changes to amortize, which means that the payment is now comprised of both interest and principal for the remaining years of the loan, and that ensures that your balance is paid off by the end of the term. But I will say that HELOC terms can vary considerably depending on the lender and the program that they offer. Some may have a balloon payment, which is a larger-than-usual payment at the end of the term that you're required to pay. And some HELOCs may not have a repayment period at all, but require full payment at the end of the draw period. So make sure you understand the repayment terms if you are applying for a HELOC. One big benefit of getting a HELOC is that it may come with a tax deduction. However, the rules for homeowners changed due to the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017, which went into effect in 2018. What this law did is reduce the cap on the deductible mortgage interest. It took it down from a million dollars to 750000 and that's for those who file a joint tax return, so married couples. If you're single, it's half that amount. You get to deduct up to $375,000 of qualified interest. The new law also changed how HELOCs and home equity loans are treated. Previously, you could deduct all the interest paid on up to $100,000 for home equity loans or HELOCs. It didn't matter how you spent the money. The interest was deductible no matter what, whether you used it for a home improvement or a trip around the world. But beginning in 2018, the ability to deduct interest on anything other than home-related expenses 
has been suspended until 2026. So until that time, HELOC debt must be used to buy, build, or substantially improve your home in order for the interest paid to be tax deductible. Now, again, I want to make sure you understand that you can spend a HELOC on anything, but you're only going to get the tax deduction if you spend it to buy, build, or improve your home. The new regulations also allow you to combine the total of all types of home acquisition debt. So it lumps together your mortgages, your home equity loans, and HELOCs, and you get to deduct interest paid on a maximum amount. As I mentioned, you can deduct interest paid on up to $750,000 of acquisition debt if you file jointly or up to $375,000 if you file taxes as a single. Let me give you an example. Let's say you have a $500,000 mortgage and you get a HELOC for $150,000 to remodel your home. So that means that you could deduct interest on up to $650,000 or all of your home-related debt because that HELOC is used to improve your home. Let me give you another example. If you have a $200,000 mortgage and use $25,000 from a HELOC to pay for college expenses for your kids, none of the interest paid on that HELOC would be deductible. Again, you can spend a HELOC on anything you like, but only the portion within the total limit that's used for home-related expenses is eligible for the interest tax deduction. So if you're considering a HELOC, understand that the tax law recently changed. You may not be eligible to deduct your interest expense depending on how you use the money and whether you end up itemizing deductions on your tax return. With the rising popularity of HELOCs, many people are using them to pay off other debts. I mentioned that whether you should use a HELOC to pay off your primary mortgage faster is a hotly debated topic. So here's what it is. The idea is that if your HELOC has a lower interest rate than your mortgage, you could save money by spending a HELOC to pay down your primary mortgage faster. This is basically refinancing your mortgage using a HELOC. Problem is, drawing down your HELOC is risky because it's typically an adjustable rate product, which means you could have substantially higher interest rates and higher monthly payments in the future. Also, you'd have to have a pretty large amount of home equity in order to get a HELOC big enough to really make a dent in your primary mortgage. If and only if your finances are in great shape, and by great shape, I mean you've got plenty of savings and no debt, you may be in a position to pay off your mortgage early. But instead of using a HELOC to pay down your mortgage ahead of schedule, I'd recommend that you just pay extra toward the primary mortgage principal each month. You could also refinance your mortgage for a shorter fixed-rate loan, such as a 10- or 15-year term. But you can accomplish the same thing and avoid the cost and hassle of doing a refinance by setting up your own schedule and just paying extra each month. A really good tool to use is the Excel Mortgage Loan Calculator template. When you open up Excel, you'll see the option to choose a template, and one of them is called Mortgage Loan Calculator. It's great because you can plug in some numbers and easily see how much faster you can pay off a mortgage by making additional lump sum payments or additional ongoing payments every month. 
Unless you're saving at least 10% of your gross income for retirement, you've got an ample emergency fund, and you have zero debt besides your mortgage, you should not even be thinking about paying down your mortgage early anyway. But if you have accomplished all those things and you are a good candidate to use a HELOC to refinance your mortgage, ask your lender if it's possible to get a rate lock on the HELOC. That would make all or a portion of your HELOC a fixed rate loan with a set monthly payment. And by the way, locking your HELOC rate is also a good idea when interest rates are moving up. Using a fixed lower rate HELOC to pay off a higher rate primary mortgage could make sense, but it's not a feasible or wise solution for most people. Always discuss your plans for using a HELOC with potential lenders and be clear about the upfront fees or prepayment penalties. Now, let's talk about the pros for getting a HELOC. In addition to the potential tax deduction that I mentioned, there are certainly other benefits of a HELOC. One is that using your home equity for renovations could increase the market value of your home, and that could help you increase your net worth. Here are four main pros for getting a HELOC. Number one, you have the flexibility to tap a line of credit whenever you need it or not to use it at all. Number two, interest is charged only for the amounts that you use. Number three, adjustable interest rates can be lower than fixed rates, but not always. Number four, you can spend it on anything you like. Now, let's talk about the cons. The biggest con is that borrowing against your home puts you at risk. Since your property is collateral for a HELOC, If you can't repay it, the lender can force a home sale to satisfy your debt. Also, if you take a HELOC and the value of your home drops due to local market conditions or a general economic downturn, you may have to come up with cash to repay it. In fact, that's what happened in my situation with my home in Florida. We got the HELOC in 2005, and then a few years later, the recession hit. So the value of my home went down dramatically. Now, it's come back up since then because we've held on to the home as a rental property. But if I had had to sell the home while the value was down, I would have had to pay out of pocket to cover the mortgage and the HELOC. So if you qualify for a HELOC, here are four cons to remember. Number one, you must pay interest on the amounts borrowed. Number two, lenders charge fees and closing costs to originate the loan. Number three, adjustable rates mean your minimum monthly payment can go up significantly depending on the laws in your state. And number four, missing payments on a HELOC, it works just like any other type of loan, meaning that it can hurt your credit. Applying for a HELOC can be a sensible and convenient way to cash out part of your home's equity. Just remember that if you spend it on something that decreases in value or has no value over the long term, such as consumer credit card debt or a vehicle, your net worth can decrease. While it might be awfully convenient to tap your home's equity, don't use it as a band-aid if you're having a financial hardship. Carefully consider whether decreasing your equity and paying interest on a HELOC is worth it. If it doesn't bring you closer to achieving your financial goals, it probably isn't.
Before we go, I want to invite you to go deeper into your personal finance education by enrolling in one of my super affordable online classes. You get lifetime access to the content and can learn at your own pace. If you're stressed about debt or know that it's keeping you from reaching your financial goals, I highly recommend that you check out my best-selling class, Get Out of Debt Fast, a proven plan to stay debt-free forever. If building credit has been a challenge for you or you're ready to go from okay to excellent credit. My newest class is Build Better Credit, the ultimate credit score repair guide. That's what you need. You'll join the ranks of hundreds of students around the globe who are on solid financial ground and confident about where their finances are headed because they enrolled. You simply won't get different results with your money if you don't take different actions. So take control of your debt and your credit or both. To learn more, just send me a text right now. Text the phrase debt course or credit course with no space to the number 333. 444, and I'll send you an email with a huge discount for you, the Money Girl listeners. And you can also get a discount if you visit lauradadams.com. I hope to see you in class. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week, courtesy of Money Girl, your guide to a richer life. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Why are smart businesses graduating to NetSuite by Oracle? Because NetSuite eliminates the expense of multiple business systems by consolidating your operations together into one. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. NetSuite reduces IT costs because it lives in the cloud with no hardware required, so you can access it from anywhere. You cut the cost and headaches of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. Bringing all your major business processes into one platform improves efficiency, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. You'll see how you'll profit with NetSuite, too. And now, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Just go to netsuite.com slash podcast25 for more information. That's netsuite.com slash podcast25.